Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. What's good, my friends? This is the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's Offsides. Mark Ryan and Diesel, and we are the Fan Upstate rolling on until 7 o'clock p.m. today. Last chance to get your upset picks in. Hosting for CBS Sports Radio nationally tomorrow from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern time. Thrilled to have you guys with us. Our picks on the biggest games of the week coming your way at 5.40 p.m. this afternoon. Buckle up, my friends, because away we go. 844-FAN-PHONE. That's 844-326-3663. And thecarpro.com text line is there for you at 71307. Cole Bryson joins us in the next segment with a high school football preview. Jacksonville State, South Carolina. Brent Beard at 4 p.m. Clemson, Notre Dame. We've got Truth Serum, the top five at five. Wise Guys Wisdom. Making you some money with Ryan Horvat today as part of BetQL. And we have you here on the most interactive sports radio show anywhere. All right. Let us open today with this. Uh, it's, it's something that I'm not really desirous of op- opening up with, if I'm honest with you. Because it, there's an inconvenient truth that is at play here. An inconvenient truth that is going on. We are not number one. We're not. We think we are, but we're not. Okay? Um, I'd like to think that we live in the best country on earth. I believe that, right? Even when I'm disappointed in things that we do, I'd like to believe that that we, we are the envy of the rest of the world. We're certainly the world's most powerful nation. Um, and I'd like to think it's on some level, we have a level of rationality. We can, you know, we can rationalize rational thinking better than other countries do as well. Um, but when it comes to athletics, we are no longer the single sole proprietor of the best athletes in the world, right? Um, and it's hard to admit that. It really is. But consider the following. We just had the World Baseball Classic, and we lost. We always play it on American soil, and we lose. We've only won one of those things. Well, give me the excuses. This guy didn't play. That guy didn't play. It's the same way for every country. It's the same way. On a scale of 1 to 10, the baseball team that we sent to the World Baseball Classic was about an 8 or an 8.5, with 10 being our very best players. We sent an 8 or an 8.5, and we lost. And we sent an 8 or an 8.5 every time, and we've lost every single time but one. I saw this today, Diesel, and it absolutely blew me away. Okay? Like, I have on my computer uh, a list of the 50 best players in the NBA today. Okay? And I'm going to share with you 
in a minute why, I, why I'm doing this. Mark, on a football Friday, this is awfully weird. Like, what are, what are you doing? I'll get to that point in a minute. All right. Um, Diesel, tell me what country these four players are from. Okay. The four best players in the NBA today. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Greece. Nikola Jokic. Um, Czech Republic, right? Serbia. Serbia. Joel Embiid. Uh, Joel Embiid is Cameroonian. Cameroonian. Luka Doncic. Luka, I'm I'm gonna guess Czech Republic again. I think it's like Finland or something. Oh, okay. So ESPN, without thinking about this, puts together the list of the 50 best players in America, right? The 50 best players in the NBA, and not a single one of the top four. Is American. Okay? Now, Joel Embiid has chosen to play for Team USA in the next Olympics. Whew. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen for that one. Because he has Cameroonian citizenship and he has French citizenship. And he could have played for either of those teams. Okay? Luka Doncic does not play um, for the United States of America. And Giannis Antetokounmpo, when he plays, plays for Greece. And Nikola Jokic... Why would he play for America? He's not American. All right? He's not American. And I, I, I bring this full circle to you guys. Watching Victor Wembanyama last night, okay? He's French. Victor Wembanyama last night at 19 years old went for 38 points, 10 rebounds, and two blocks. There is something that is biologically a miracle about him because it's not that we haven't had 7-3 or 7-4 players before we have. They're just slow and gangly, and they don't have the hand-eye coordination because you lose that when you're that height. You lose that. Well, and you specialize in other things. You don't specialize in ball handling and dribbling skills. Right. You catch the ball up high, you keep the ball high, and you shoot or you dunk. Victor Wembanyama is a 7'4 Kevin Durant. Okay. Like seven foot four, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant was asked after the game what he thought about Victor Wembanyama, and he said, "Nobody like him. One of one." I know he says he watched me, he watched other great players, etc. Dude's one of one. No, 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 Kevin. He's you. He's just five inches taller than you, and bigger and stronger than you. He has your game, but thankfully not your frame. Okay, because Kevin Garnett is a stick. Toothpick, right? Victor Wembanyama is 19, is already bigger than Kevin Durant, although still slender, but he's 19 years of age, and he's doing things we've never seen before. And most importantly, we are not producing him. Victor Wembanyama's not from here. I don't see Victor Wembanyama coming from here. And if Victor Wembanyama was born here, he wouldn't be as good as he is. That's the statement that bothers people. Right? If he was born here, he wouldn't be as good as he is. Well, folks, we don't teach kids fundamentals anymore. Okay? We, they're part of the and one circuit, the AAU circuit. They're taking threes. They're dunking the basketball. They're working on their killer crossovers. They're behind the backs. Man, in Europe, they've got all the fundamentals in the world. You can tell that this kid has been working on his game for at least the last 10 years and he comes to the NBA, and I'm tired of hearing he's not ready. 
he comes to the NBA as a ready-made star. You know, in this list of the 50 best players in the NBA that ESPN released uh, on October 12th, okay? So now it's November 3rd. They released this on October 12th. In this list, Victor Wembanyama is ranked 47th. So he's the 47th best player in the NBA without ever having played in the NBA. And I'm telling you, they're way off. He's, he's so much better than the 47th player in the NBA. They were tempering expectations. This dude is far closer to a top 10 player in the NBA already than he is number 47. Um, and it is, my friends, something to behold. I want to ask you guys, quite honestly, okay? And I, I was looking to get, looking to put together like um, a nine-man rotation, okay? I want to put together a nine-man rotation of the best international players versus the best American NBA players. And you tell me who wins, okay? Quite honestly, you tell me who wins, all right? Here's what I've got. On the international side, okay? Here's what I've got. Um, on the international side, okay? And I'm going to leave Joel Embiid out of this because he's got dual citizenship, okay? So I'm talking about American players, international players, okay? Here's what I've got on the international side. I've got Nikola Jokic, DeMontis Sabonis, Giannis, Pascal Siakam, Laurie Markkinen, Victor Wembanyama, Kristaps Porzingis, Josh Gideon, Luka Doncic. On the American side, I have LeBron, Kevin Durant, Jason Tatum, Steph Curry, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Devin Booker, Jimmy Butler, and Anthony Edwards. Who wins? Who wins? You tell me. Who wins? I think we get beaten at our own game. And the reason why we're not winning in the Olympics anymore or we're not winning in the World, World Cup anymore of basketball, we sometimes win in the Olympics. All of our best players have to play in order for us to play in the Olympics is because the popularity of the NBA and David Stern making the NBA a global game, which is what the NFL is trying to do. A lot of folks don't want football to expand over to Europe. When you make things a global game, the globe becomes better than you. You ever watch the World's Strongest Man competition? Oh, yeah. All the best athletes are European. Imagine entire defensive line of those guys. <laughs> you ain't running the ball on them. Yeah, Diesel, I will say this. Like, I watched this show on Netflix, The World's Toughest Prisons. You know why? Because I'm gangster. You know, um, I, I watched The World's Toughest Prisons show. Um, and I'll tell you this, Diesel. You know, you, you go to, like, Slovakia, World's Toughest Prisons. These are, these are dudes that, uh, like, my, my, uh, I'm have, having sweat on my forehead, and I'm separated from them by a screen. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, whoa, man, like, what's, whoa, I, I don't see dudes that look like this. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, and they're all there for violent crimes, and, man, I'm, I'm here to tell you, um, I don't know what it is. I don't know what's in the water over there. But it's not what we've got here. Well, you know what they don't have? They don't have Fleece Johnson, the booty warrior. That's also. Do you remember him? Uh, vaguely, vaguely, <laughs> vaguely. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was famous on one of those one of those American locked up raw type TV yeah, yeah, shows. Yeah, okay. 
And it would be like, for me, it's all about the booty. <laughs> but no, like it also shows when we play an international competition, we don't send our best. Yeah. Because our absolute best are too damn selfish to represent their countries in these in these competitions. You know, like the dream team, all the best players in the NBA played on the dream team. There wasn't a single one of the top ten players in the NBA who didn't play on that dream team. That's why they straight up murdered everybody uh, in that in that uh, Olympic season. But now, you know, the best three, four, five players in the league, what it requires to go out and do the same thing to win, they don't want to play. They're like, ah, no, load management. I don't want to get hurt. I don't want to travel. I don't want to be away from my family. They're too damn selfish to go play in these things. Load management is a load like, of bull. Those, those other countries were tired of getting their asses kicked by the Americans in these international competitions. So they started sending their best. We're not doing that anymore. Well, yeah, but Diesel, when when the Dream Team was first enacted, their best, the other country's best, went. They didn't have a best. Yeah. But the popularity of the Dream Team yeah. made them have a best, much in the same way that the popularity of Tiger Woods gave birth to other kids who ultimately beat Tiger Woods, right? So if, if, the, if the NFL gets what they want and they expand the league to the point where there's, let's just call it a dozen, 16 teams in, a, in, in Europe— are we going to have to send the representative of our Super Bowl to the World Bowl to play them? They should. Like the, the, the winner of the Super Bowl goes to play in this World Bowl? They should. They should. You know, um, somebody told me earlier this week that the World Series was named that way because of a sponsor. And we never changed the name. Like, arrogantly, it's the World Series, yet we lose whenever we play the World. Well, we had the World's Fair, but it was in Chicago. <laughs> yeah. We lose. We lose. Guys, the top four players in the NBA aren't from here. What does that tell you? I mean, like, at, at, at what point do we want to have some pride in what we've got going on and we wonder why we can't win in soccer? You know, like, we, we wonder. The best athletes aren't from here. The best players aren't from here. They're now taking our own sports and kicking our ass in them. If that doesn't bother you, you and I are not cut from the same cloth, okay? We're just not cut from the same cloth. I, I was looking at this, and I was like, man, oh, man, this, this blows. You know, three of the top five players in the NBA, not from here. Four of the top. And it's, it's, it's nothing against those guys. May the best man win. I want the door to be open to them to play in the NBA. The skill level in the NBA, because of them, has never been higher. They're making the game better. Right? Do Olympic players get paid to play in the Olympics? They have, do be, do, would LeBron, if LeBron went, was he getting paid? I, I think so. But I, I don't, like to them, to a guy making $60 million a year, they're getting less than a million. If you're good at something, never do it for free. There you go. All right, guys. What do you think of this? Agree or disagree with my assessment? We're getting beaten at our own games. The rest of the world is just flat better than we are. Baseball, basketball, if we give them a football division, are they ultimately going to be better at that than us too? Give them 20 years to like get their football coaching going, right? Just like we gave them, uh, the dream team was 1992. And this is the time where we're saying this. So 30 years, right? In 30 years since the dream team, they've gone from like being honored to be on the floor with us to kicking our tails.
It's unbelievable. Unfreaking believable. And now we don't even produce guys like Victor Wimbanyama anymore. That guy's one of one, man. One of one. All right. What do you say we preview the high school football playoff action with our guy Cole Bryson? And we will do so next. Right. Get your questions in via the carpro.com text line. 71307. Just start your text with the word fan and away you go. My name is Mark Ryan and he's Diesel. And it's offsides. Mark Ryan and Diesel, and we are the fan upstate. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. My friends, it is high school football playoff time. Can I get an amen for that? Oh, yeah. Woo! Time to get your questions in for Cole Bryson about the high school playoffs today. Here's my pledge to you. Every question you ask between now and when the interview's over will get asked to Cole. Okay? Let me let me let me amend that. Any question you ask, it is about to be 322. Any question you send between 322 and 330. Via the uh, carpro.com text line, 71307. Just start your text with the word fan, and away you go. Any question you get in right now between 322 and 330, I will answer to Cole Bryson about the 2023 high school football playoffs. And the host of the Saturday Scramble, Cole Bryson, joins us right now on the show. Cole, we have arrived. Finally, Cole, there are games that actually matter. Um, and it's taken, it's taken a while. We have all these non-region games. Then we have region games where everybody makes the playoffs. Um, roughly so now you got to win to advance. Um, do you think these teams can adequately flip the switch from, you know, having this, this cushion behind them all year long? Well, this game doesn't really matter. Do you think they're able to flip the switch to suddenly life or death? Game in and game out. Well, they better, Mark. If they don't, if they don't, they'll be at home next week. I think we have good enough coaches uh, in the Upstate who, man, the ones I talk to on a week in and week out basis, uh, they emphasize that. And, and the region games, you know, I don't want to say they don't matter because they do matter in terms of where you finish. And obviously, everyone would rather have a one seed and an easier road to a state title rather than a four seed and have to go on the road to play a one seed in the first round. 
kind of like we're seeing tonight with uh, Dorman and, and, you know, Bowling Springs, a three seed, having to go play Dutch Fork and Spartanburg last night, a four seed having to play Rock Hill. So, uh, obviously, you know, we have the coaches in the upstate that I think will be able to, to, to get their guys uh, in the right mindset. And, and, you know, these players understand uh, week in and week out what's at stake. They all want, Obviously, they all want to have that one seed. Uh, but right now, everybody is O and O. And uh, as you said, you win the night, you advance. If you don't, you'll uh, you'll be thinking about you know next season. And and there's going to be a lot of teams that are in that boat tonight, Mark. There's a lot of good games, but at the same time, we're going to have a lot of teams in the Upstate whose season comes to an end tonight. Cole, I'm going to make you think about recruiting here from from an additional uh, standpoint from what we typically ask you recruiting. What, what's interesting about the interview that we had yesterday, Ma, Matthias Scott. Uh, running back at Chapman was our high school athlete of the week. La- he, last week, he took on the previous week's athlete of the week, Jalen McGill, running back at Broom. Now, do you foresee any of these players playing head to head, any of the, the great players in the upstate playing head to head against each other for years, being recruited into the same conferences uh, going forward? You know, I think there's a possibility. I mean, I think I think about guys Diesel like Dre Williams from Greer, uh, who's playing running back right now at North Greenville, and uh, quarterbacks like Dylan Ramirez from Broome. Uh, you mentioned Broome just a second ago. He's the quarterback. So, uh, Division two schools that are in our area, if 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 the D one schools aren't picking these guys up, the D two schools should be licking their chops. And, uh, you know, schools like North Greenville have done that uh, with a Dylan Ramirez from Broome at quarterback and Dre Williams from Greer running back. Dre Williams went D1 and then transferred back into D2, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so, you know, I, I could see it, Diesel. There's a lot of talent in the area. Unfortunately, on the D1 level, they don't always get picked up like we hope they would. You know, you're right. The, 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 <laughs> there's some players of the weeks that you guys have had on this year that are incredible football players, uh, incredible people, and uh, are probably talented enough to play Division One football somewhere. You know, a lot goes into it, man. Are, are their coaches at their schools, at their high schools, they're focused on winning. There's no doubt about that. But are they putting enough emphasis on getting these kids in the spotlight of college coaches? It's not always on the kids. The coaches have to do their part as well in making sure that there's college coaches who are seeing these kids and putting their players in the spotlight to be recognized. And uh, we have a lot of coaches that are very good at that. I'm not saying we don't, but uh, it, it falls on both Diesel, in my opinion, the, the, the player and the coach as well. Uh, Cole, I heard the ESPN sounder come in on your phone. I just want to confirm that it means that Wembenyama has scored again. <laughs> you know what? It was. I apologize. It's all good, man. Uh, it, it was something about eligibility in NCAA. Imagine that, right? But, uh, man, Mark, what a fun talent he is to watch. Right. Uh, I'm a huge NBA fan, not to get sidetracked here. But, yeah, I believe he did. I believe you're right. I believe he did one, the score again. One of one, one of one. Cole, your predictions last week uh, were 22-3. and three. That's phenomenal. That is uh, 88%, Cole. Your regular season record is 221-57. and 57. How do you feel about uh, your performance all told? Well, now that you say that, Mark, I'll go, you know, 500 tonight and, and yep. swing and miss, I'm sure, on the 33 games I picked. You know, you try to have a good read on these games by following the teams. I mean, uh, you know, if you put in the effort and cover high school football, 
um, and a lot of people around the area do, uh, it's not hard to uh, figure out who's going to win when you see the teams on Friday nights and you know the coaching staff and the talent they have. Um, it's not the hardest thing in the world, so I don't want to make it sound like it is, but you know, you just have to follow it and, and uh, invest in it. And, you know, like last night, uh, Spartanburg traveling up to Rock Hill and, and uh, on a Thursday night game, uh, Alex Guest and I there uh, obviously covering that game for the show tomorrow morning. Uh, you, ha- you have to be involved. And, uh, you know, we are, and, and uh, we, we love our listeners. And I feel what, Mark, hopefully tonight, 33 games I'm picking tonight. Uh, we'll see. I've still yet to go 33-0, and or I've yet to go undefeated, rather. And, and all the years I've been covering high school football. So when that happens, Mark, then I'll, uh, I'll think I've done something. But until then, I have to, you know, uh, stay pretty humble about it. <laughs> Cole, what happens tonight directly affects whether or not I have to work late next Friday night. We have a, we have a uh, convergence of games happening all at the same time next Friday night. There would be Burns High School football, Furman basketball, and Furman football. Uh, if... If Burns wins tonight, I'm working next Friday. If Burns loses tonight, I'm off. What do you think will he's I, hoping for? Will I be working next Friday night? Man, that's brutal. Um, these are, <laughs> I hope I hope you are working for Burns' sake, and I'm sure Reggie Shaw and Rob yeah. Brown and those guys, I'm sure they hope you're working as well. I will say this in all seriousness. Um, Dorman's quarterback, Bryce O'Neill, Dorman's down this year. We've talked about it. If we've said it once, we've said it a hundred times. When I saw Dorman's quarterback, I've seen him twice this year, but the one time I saw him against Gaffney, he showed a lot of grit and a lot of resilience. He took a lot of hits. And, and Dorman, you know, they're, they're the underdog tonight. There's no doubt about it. Jake Morris and those guys, that coaching staff, they've had a rough first year. Um, and they're going up against a really good Burns team. But they played Burns well. Uh, in the regular season during region play. I like Burns tonight, but it would not surprise me at all. It is Dorman Burns. And, and when those two teams play, uh, anything can happen. And, and, you know, where is Dorman? My mind goes to Diesel. Where is Dorman mentally? Have they checked out already on the season? Because they've only won a few games. Obviously, they won one region game, not the year they wanted to have. Uh, but if they're still checked in mentally and they still come out tonight with a little fight, could Burns have a letdown game after a big win last week at Gaffney? Very possible. I mean, these are – what you have to remember is these are 15-, 16-, 17-year-old kids, right? And anything can happen on a Friday night. But, Diesel, to answer your question, I do believe you'll be working on Friday. I hate to inform you. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, – we'll have, we'll have delivery. We'll set up delivery for Diesel on that Friday night. Yeah, uh, Cole, we had a texter that asked that question, how likely are we to see Dorman upset Burns? Uh, Cole, listen, you are, you are the, uh, the encyclopedia when it comes to high school football in the upstate, all right? So I'm going to guess the line to that game, and you tell me how close I am to what you think it would be set by okay. Las Vegas. Burns minus 11. Burns minus 11. You know, that's not um... – that's not terrible, Mark. I picked a 17-point okay. Burns win, Okay. which I will say this. A 17-point Burns win, when I picked it, it may be a little much. Uh, it, uh, you know, Dorman Burns is still Dorman Burns, even though Dorman's down. I think there's still going to be a, a game. Uh, you know, I, I expect Burns to pull away a little bit later. But you know what? If it was 11, 
I do think you'd have some people um, play both sides, Mark, if that's your goal, obviously, because at the end of the day, people in Spartanburg who know this rivalry, um, they know that this game nine times out of ten will be a close one. And last time in the regular season, it was close. It was under 11, I believe. So, uh, you know, it was uh, it, it could it could very well be right at 11. Let's see if you're as good as Vegas. If if you if they somehow tonight finish around 11, I'll be very impressed, Mark. Cole, is there a team that you see that will probably be eliminated here in the first round tonight that next year stands to be really strong? Like they're just one year away from being pretty good. Well, I think everybody would probably think Lincoln Husky at Bowling Springs. He's a junior quarterback. And last year as a sophomore, he kind of got baptized by fire, if you will, and just thrown right into it. And uh, he had a deer in the headlights look a lot last year as a sophomore. This year he comes out. Um, they're they're really good this year. Bowling Springs says they've had some tough region losses. They had a tough loss against one of the best teams in the state, T.O. Hanna, back during non-region play. They almost beat them. Obviously, they're going to lose guys to graduation. They'll lose guys like JoJo Barrett, who are going to be a tough loss to that team when they when when he leaves for graduation. But I, I would probably first think of, of Bowling Springs because Lincoln Huskies this year showed me that he's one of the best quarterbacks in the region this year if not the best quarterback in the region. So uh, next year with uh, guys like, you know, uh, Riley Staten at Gaffney leaving and uh, Spartanburg T.J. Johnson going to be gone. And yeah, I think Lincoln Husky and the Bulldogs next year with a senior quarterback may be in a really good spot to answer your question, Diesel, tonight. I, I picked them to get eliminated. They play at Dutch Fork. Dutch Fork's got their quarterback back. They're getting healthy. So I probably have to go with the Bulldogs. Cole, this question comes in on the text line. Does Palmetto have any shot against Clinton? I don't think so. You know, Clinton's offense, we talk about T.L. Hanna a lot, Mark. Clinton's offense is another one where it's kind of hard to prepare for, uh, especially in the postseason. Palmetto has some athletes, and and listen, their head coach, um, I was actually just a couple of weeks ago talking with him off the air. Uh, He's a listener of the program, and and, uh, we, we were talking off the air Palmetto's got athletes. Palmetto has a, a similar issue to some of the Greenville schools where there's a lot of their players that have left for uh, nearby schools. But, no, I, I think Clinton wins tonight. Clinton's just uh, – they're, they're not the same Clinton we're used to seeing of the last few years, but they are the more talented team. And I believe their uh, run-heavy style offense, if you will, I think it will be trouble for Palmetto tonight. Cole Bryson joining us here on the show. Cole, could we do this? Could we have you back for a second segment? There's just too much meat on the bone here to cut it short right here. Is that okay? Absolutely. All right. Cole Bryson continues with us with some picks and predictions. I will give you the commercial break to continue to get more questions in for Cole, and your questions will be asked. When offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel and Cole Bryson continues right after this. We, my friends, are the fan upstate. It's offsides. Mark Ryan and Diesel and Cole Bryson, the host of the Saturday Scramble. Previewing previewing the high school football playoffs with us here on offsides this afternoon. Cole, what are the three biggest upstate matchups tonight? Mark, there's a, a lot of good games tonight. Uh, there's 33 games to be exact when you look at the slate of games tonight um, across 1A, 
I don't see any games. If you, did you ask for the biggest three? Is that what you said, Mark? The three best matchups in the Upstate tonight. The three best matchups tonight. Ooh, that's a good one. Let me let me start in uh, in four A. I like. I don't know why, but I think Indian Land Greer will be a really good matchup. Greer won the region last week, beating Riverside, and uh, Indian Land's had a really good season. I actually like Indian Land tonight. I hate picking against the up upstate team in in uh, Greer, but I think that one's going to be really good. I like out of town, down toward Columbia, but involving one of our teams I just talked about. I like Bowling Springs Dutch Fork a lot. I think that one will be uh, very close. I, I could be dead wrong, Mark, but I don't see either team really running away um, with that game. And uh, Dorman Burns obviously has to be on there because it's Dorman Burns, right? It's a rivalry that has a lot of history. Two fan bases that don't like each other. And, uh, you know, these these two teams, regardless of their record, regardless of where they are in the season or in the region or who they, you know, who they have uh, next week in the playoffs, uh, these two teams are going to bring their A game. These two staffs are going to bring their A game. It, it, again, Dorman's down, but it's still Dorman Burns. I think this one will be a lot of fun tonight over at Nixon Field. Let's get to the questions. Coming in on the carpro.com text line, Texter says, Cole, by the way, I'm contractually obligated to read these. I am Ron Burgundy. If they put it on the teleprompter, I will read them. Who is the best play-by-play guy in the Upstate? There are a lot of good play-by-play guys in the Upstate. And the the, the person that sent that text, I don't know who it was. (laughs) (laughs) It could be, it it very well could be someone I know. Um, But there are several really good play-by-play guys. Rob Brown does an uh, incredible job. Obviously, I'm biased toward Brock Cameron uh, over at Gaffney because I work with him on Friday nights. Uh, There are so many good play-by-play guys, especially uh, in 5A. You know, Greer, we don't talk about it a lot, but the guys over at Greer, they do a phenomenal job with their broadcast as well, Mark. There are a lot of teams that aren't on the radio. There are a lot of broadcasts that are just on the Internet because – there aren't that many radio stations around anymore that could carry these games. So there are a lot of good internet broadcasts out there, no doubt. Um, There are a lot of bad play-by-play guys as well. Let me say that for the record. Uh, If we're being truthfully honest, uh, you know, I was at a game last night where I could probably throw that into the classification as well um, with Rock Hill and Spartanburg. But uh, fortunately, Mark, we are blessed with some really good play-by-play guys. Uh, How far do you see Chapman going? That is a 100% uh, depending on what Daniel, if Daniel decides to forfeit the season. Eh, No, I'm kidding. Uh, Chapman, in my opinion, Mark, those guys have had a great year. And I don't mean to play Debbie, to be, you know, Mr. Debbie Downer here when I say this, but Chapman has Crescent tonight. They'll handle Crescent. But once they get past Crescent, 3A upper state is a gauntlet. And uh, they are going to maybe have to play Chester next Friday, and Chester's no slouch team. If they were to win that one, they'd be at Daniel. Am I saying that Chapman, there's no way, chance, and you know where that Chapman could beat Daniel? No, I'm not saying that, but Daniel's a different animal. And to answer your question, Mark, if I have to be truth, truthfully honest, and, and this would be great for Harry Cavanaugh to use to motivate his team if this were to happen, but. I don't see them getting past the third round if they have to play Daniel. Brandon Burnett wants to know what two 5A teams make it to the championship. 
Well, the two 5A teams that I would probably say right now are the favorites from the lower state, Somerville looks to be the favorite, and the upper state, after what they did last week, Burns kind of sits at the top of the mountain right now, right? After beating Gaffney, they're kind of saying that they've solidified that, hey, as of right now, we're the team to beat in the upstate. And uh, in 5A, there's a lot of good teams, right? Spartanburg won last night. By the way, I, I, I misspoke earlier. Their quarterback, T.J. Johnson, is just a junior. But Spartanburg won last night. Uh, Gaffney's going to be there. T.L. Hanna is extremely good this year. Dutch Forks in the upper state. So uh, there's a lot of competition. But right now, Burns is the team that stands out on top of everyone. Uh, Cole, we got a question coming in from Gaffney, but it doesn't make sense. So the, to the person who just texted in about Gaffney, please uh, please correct the autocorrect. Autocorrect led you astray there, and the, and the question no longer makes sense. Chesney <laughs> versus Batesburg. Batesburg-Leesville? Who wins? Yeah, yeah Mark, that's a, that's a tough one. I'll be honest with you. Chesney didn't get a good draw in that game. And uh, tonight, I hate to say this, but... Uh, I like Batesburg-Leesville by a touchdown over Chesney. Batesburg-Leesville is a really good football team. Chesney, take nothing away from those guys. They've had a good year, and Clay Lewis has done a, a good job with that program. But Batesburg-Leesville, man, they're they're going to be tough. And 2A, we talked about 3A being tough. 2A is, is pretty tough as well. It's no slouch division. Chesney finished the season 5-5. Five and five. They're at Batesburg-Leesville tonight. They had a huge win last week over Saluda. Did the did the Panthers of Batesburg Leesville? I like those guys tonight um, hosting Chesney. It should be a close game. I don't think Batesburg Leesville. Um, I don't think they blow them out, but I, I do think that the Panthers win tonight over uh, at their home field. How many state champions, according to your predictions, will come from the Upstate? Well. My predictions all season long, Mark, have been pretty consistent. Um, I would say that they're, Somerville's good, right? There's no doubt in 5A. We'll start there. Uh, I think Somerville's good. They're well-respected. But I, I do think that a team from Region 2, 5A, the region that consists of Burns, Dorman, Gaffney, Bullen Springs, and Spartanburg, I think that team is so battle-tested that I do think you have a champion that comes this year from that region, whether it's Burns or Gaffney. I think that the one of the, whoever comes out on top of you know in the upper state championship it could be could be Burns Gaffney again for upper state. I like a team uh, like that to come out as champions in 5A, 4A, Northwestern. To me, Mark, there's nobody. Again, I could be dead wrong, but in my opinion, there's nobody that's going to beat Northwestern. Northwestern is on a different level this year. There, there's nobody in 4A that's really remotely close. And uh, until somebody proves me wrong, I'm going to keep rolling with the Trojans. Same thing in 3A, Mark. To be the man, you got to beat the man. Daniel's been the man for a while now. Until somebody knocks him off, uh, you know, I'm not going to pick against him. Daniel's going to be tough in 3A, so I do think you have a state champion potentially sitting here in Daniel. Abbeville in 2A, you know, kind of the same thing. I was talking to a referee official last night who asked me the same question that you've asked me several times about these teams that are always kind of blue bloods, if you will. And uh, we'll see how far Christchurch and Greenville, how far they make it in 1A. They're the region champs. So there's a good chance, Mark, to answer that question. We could have uh, several upstate teams crowned as champions this year. 
There you go. Cole, uh, we've got five minutes left in the segment. I want to let you get to some of your predictions, and I'll let you take points. Anything of note, anything interesting that you want to share, go right ahead. Absolutely, Mark. Uh, the 1A classifications games tonight consist of Christchurch, Ridge Spring, Manetta. I like the Cavaliers to win tonight. Calhoun County, Whitmire, I like Calhoun County. Uh, there are interesting notes, to, to, back to your point, there are some teams in 1A uh, that you probably could not point out on a map if you had to. Uh, for example, Southside Christian plays Denmark Olar or Olaire tonight. Do you know where Denmark Olaire is, Mark? Yeah, it's a it's overseas. Uh, they make really good pastries. <laughs> right, right, right. So uh, again, here's another one: St. Joe's tonight out of Greenville. They they host Hunter Kennard Tyler. That is one school, not three guys. Uh, so, so there's a lot of 1A schools that are really interesting. No idea where they're at. I like St. Joseph's to actually get beat tonight. I'm taking Hunter, Kennard, Tyler. I did a little research on them. They're a pretty good team. We'll see if I'm wrong there. 2A, Columbia at Abbeville. I like Abbeville pretty handily there. I like Fairfield Central over Liberty. Landrum Cardinals, first-year coach in Brent Bridges. Unfortunately, I think their season comes to an end tonight. Uh, they go too strong. Thurman, that's a long road trip and a tough place to play. 96, uh, they had a spectacular season. I like them over Keenan tonight, 28-14. to 14. Uh, As I mentioned, I like Batesburg-Leesville, 28-21 over Chesney. And then in 3A, uh, Mark, Blue Ridge-Daniel. I like Daniel over Blue Ridge, 63 to nothing. I think this game could get really ugly. It might not be as bad uh, if Blue Ridge, or if Daniel, rather, pulls their starters, but that could be uh, a name-your-score game there. Wren uh, versus Woodruff. I picked Wren 21, Woodruff 7. That one could get close, uh, and, and, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see Woodruff uh, pull the upset there, if you will. I like Chapman 35-14 over Crescent. Chester, Powersville tonight. That's another good game in 3A. I like Chester 28-21. Belton Honeypath, I don't think they'll struggle with Emerald. I don't think Pendleton struggles with TR. Same thing with Clinton Palmetto. We, we touched on that one already as well. Uh, Broom, Seneca, not close. Broom wins big tonight. And 4A, uh, Indian Land Greer, as, as I mentioned earlier, I like Indian Land to pull it off tonight. I had Indian Land 29-28 over Greer. Greenville will take care of South Aiken, in my opinion, uh, York at Riverside. Can Matthew Rochester and those guys from Riverside get a win? I like York tonight, unfortunately, 27-21. Uh, Westside Airport, I'll take Westside 31-21. And uh, easily, I think their season comes to an end tonight against Midland Valley. And lastly, in 5A, Teal, Hannah, Fort Mill. I like the Yellow Jackets big over Fort Mill. Dutch Fork, Bowling Springs, give me the Silver Fox of Dutch Fork 28-21, Woodmont Clover 28-19, I'll take Clover in that one, Lexington at Gaffney, Lexington's uh, first-year coach, and Dustin Curtis, who was previously at Dorman for a year, he's back at Lexington, so we'll see them tonight over at Gaffney, 27-17, I like Gaffney tonight, Spartanburg won last night 31-7 over Rock Hill, I did pick Spartanburg, uh, J.O. Mann, I like those guys over Blythewood tonight. Dorman Burns, I'll take Burns 31, Dorman 14. And lastly, Hillcrest Nation Ford, I like the Rams 28-21. 
33 games tonight. Obviously, that list will get much smaller as the week goes on, Mark. And in 30 seconds, Cole, uh, Dutch Fork, they're, yeah, them coming back to earth this year. Is that a blip or a trend? You know, Mark, that's a great question. 30 seconds, I'll say it's a blip. They still have a great coach and Tom Notch. They're still going to have a ton of athletes. I think Dutch Fork uh, rebounds very well, and I think they're back to the top of 5A very soon. His name is Cole Bryson. He hosts the best high school football show I've ever heard, Diesel's ever heard, you've ever heard, the Saturday Scramble. You can hear it tomorrow morning right here on the Fan Upstate, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Cole, we're going to be enjoying the high school playoffs along with you, my friend. Thanks so much for all you do. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you as well. All right. Take care. All the best. Uh, Unbelievable high school football preview. Thanks to Cole. And we've got Heisman Trophy voter Brent Beard. Joining us next, right here on the most interactive sports talk show anywhere, Offsides, Mark, Ron, and Diesel, and we are the Fan Upstate. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.